Welcome to this episode of Alive and Thriving. Today, I want to talk to you about something that has come up as a really hot topic in my private client space recently on multiple occasions, and that is these women, these beautiful women who are doing all the things, you know, they are either working their busy jobs at the same time as mumming, at the same time as trying to have a life and balance their well-being, or they're running their business at the same time as doing all these things as well. And something that's been coming up for all of these people lately, or so many of my people lately, is how they are struggling to focus, how they are struggling to keep on top of and struggling to stay calm around mess. Now, I wanted to talk about this super quick episode today, but I really felt like it needed to be chatted about why you are not losing your mind if you are feeling so overwhelmed by your mess or your kid's mess. (laughs) might not be yours by the mess. And just before we do get started, if you feel like you are living in a constant state of overwhelm, anxiety, and you are struggling with that focus, uh, perhaps that motivation, perhaps you're just really disconnected from who you are and how you want to be feeling. Um, You know, I literally had a conversation with someone today recording a podcast where she was talking about how she realized that she just had become this person that she didn't know she didn't like. And if that is a way that you are feeling, then I really encourage you to reach out for a complimentary chat. So my one-on-one services that I offer are a really, really phenomenal container where we are going to work with mind and body to help you to heal and to help you to grow and to help you to be able to let go of the things that are not serving you now, the things that are weighing you down, the things that are holding you back, the things that are keeping you in your not self space. We can work through those things. So I offer a 20 minute complimentary chat. This is normally a phone call and that's just to make sure that I am a good fit for you, that you are aware of the alternative therapies that we'll be working with like EFT tapping, hypnotherapy and various forms of counseling and and body techniques Um, that we can, that I bring all of these to a session and answer any questions that you might have. So completely complimentary and obligation free because if it's not right if I'm not right for you then I don't want you to move forward (laughs) you know Um, just for the sake of it it's really important that you find someone that you gel with when you are on your healing journey and so with that said let's get right into this episode this is alive and thriving where we tackle all things that stand in the way of holistic well-being and self-care in life and as women in business. Join me for real and raw conversations and inspiring guests who are expert in their fields as we come back to life together, overcoming stress, anxiety, nourishing our mind, body, and emotions. I am your host, Jessica Reed, Alternative Therapist, Life and Wellbeing Coach. And if you are ready to grow, heal and thrive together, then you are in the right place. 
So this conversation has come up around the topic of, you know, I feel like I'm not productive enough because I work from home. I feel like I'm always overwhelmed and anxious when I'm at home. I spend hours cleaning and then when there's mess, I just, I'm overwhelmed. Now, for a lot of people, and I'm going to say women because I do feel like in the conversations that I have had, um, that, you know, a lot of this responsibility has fallen on these women in these households. And so for a lot of women who are in this situation where they are feeling like when they are surrounded by mess, that they're overreacting. When they're surrounded by mess, they're angry, they're irritable, they can't think clearly. They feel like the mess has to be taken care of before they can do what they need to be doing, before they can earn their money, before they can do something with their children, before they can rest and relax and allow themselves some space and time. The mess feels controlling and for a lot of these women who I've been having these conversations with, there's been a lot of self-shaming around that and a lot of comments like, oh, you know, I just, it, I'm losing my mind and, and, you know, I should just be able to ignore it. I should just be able to let it go. And obviously there's a lot of things that come into play here. So for some people, you know, if you are somebody who actually finds mess to be really creative, (laughs) you know, you're welcome to keep listening, but you may not resonate with the stress aspect that I'm going to talk about today. But, you know, for so many, for so many of these women, they feel like, you know, how they feel about this mess is not validated. And what I really want to come in here and talk about today is the fact that your overwhelm, your stress, your anxiety, your frustration and your trigger of this mess is not abnormal. There is nothing wrong with you. And it's actually a very, very real thing that your nervous system is in a dysregulated state because of this mess. And so for those of you who are relatively new around here and you're like, what's a nervous system? (laughs) What's that got to do with anything? Your nervous system controls your response in terms of your, well, it controls so many things in your body, your autonomic nervous system is responsible for your breathing, for your heart rate, for all these, all these things, your temperature regulation, so many things, but it is also responsible for keeping you safe. And so we have a part of our nervous system called our sympathetic nervous system. And this is a stress response. This is a danger response. This is what we call fight or flight mode. And then we have our parasympathetic nervous system and that's where healing happens. That's where, you know, we can also call it rest and digest nervous system. So that's where our body is functioning at its optimal. Cells are able to heal. Digestion is able to function. We're able to, you know, make babies, all the things, right? So I won't go too much into that right now. But what I, the reason it's important and the reason that it's significant is because there are studies and evidence that shows that when we are 
in an environment that is mess and clutter, it can have a variety of effects on the brain and the nervous system. And one of those effects is you going into your fight or flight response. And I'm going to talk about why in a moment. And it'll all make sense in just a minute. And you're probably going to sit there going, oh, okay, so I'm not losing my mind. And this is actually a very real thing. And I'm not overreacting. And even though my kids look at me like I'm a three-headed monster when they leave clutter and I tread on their Lego. <laughs> um, you know, for me, it was a Barbie last night. Uh I, I can speak for myself here in terms of mess. When I am in an environment where there is clutter everywhere, not only in my office, around my desk, I'm not just talking about when I go to work, but I mean when I'm just trying to function in my day-to-day life. If my kids have brought all of their toys from the toy room up into my bedroom and it's right at bedtime and I really want to go to bed It's overwhelming and for me, I can just look down at that mess and suddenly feel triggered. I can feel really, really angry. I can feel really threatened, really over, like worked up. And obviously there's stories and things that are attached to that. Oh, well, I have to clean that and that feels overwhelming in itself. The fact that it's another thing added to my mental load then. And yes, I know the children do help, but one of them's three and so you know, (laughs) mom still does, mom still does the bulk. And yeah, so that's speaking, that's speaking from my experience, you know, is that, as I said, when I am in that state where it does just feel so overwhelming, I feel it physically in my body. I really do. And I know my partner doesn't understand He will literally walk over it and, you know, I don't know enough about that part of the brain to know why a lot of men don't seem to be able to see it. I don't know. I I don't know. I'll be careful what I say here because I don't know the answer to that. But he doesn't see it. He will walk over it. It doesn't bother him. It doesn't overstimulate him. And I truly believe, and I could be really opening myself up here, um, but in my world, and again, this is my world, this is my experience and this is my um, my experience too with a lot of the women who I work with, that mental load is different. It's different. And I'm not saying because I'm not in his head um, that it's bigger because I can't confirm nor deny that. I only have my own experience but I know that it's different. I know that for me, my mental load and my mental overwhelm, my mental load carries everything about automatically parenting the kids in the terms of like just those day-to-day things, the washing, cooking most nights, the shopping, my own business, my own client work, my own problems, you know, (laughs) my own things. Um, and, 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 you know, he has, he has his things, but in terms of the mental load, I do believe that as the woman and as the mother, I'm carrying a very different load. And so my brain often feels like it is already at a point of overwhelm, massive overwhelm. 
And so here's a few reasons why when we're already at that state, when we're already at that mental overwhelm, why something like mess can actually keep you in your survival mode because that's what our fight or flight response is. It's our survival mode. So first of all, it's a sensory overload. A cluttered environment can lead to sensory overload and this occurs when the brain is bombarded with more information than it can handle. So this is often when we're starting to feel like we're stressed. When we're starting to feel, so when we are feeling stressed, we're feeling like we are starting to take on beyond capacity of what we can cope with. When we have reached overwhelm, we feel like it's all too much. We've, we're done beyond capacity of what we can cope with. And often when we're overwhelmed, the brain is struggling to see a way out of that. And so we, we can have this sensory overload when we're already at our capacity, when we have such a big mental load that we are already carrying. And so I feel like, I know, as I said, for me, this is my perspective as a mum with all of the automatic things that I do and the mental load that I carry. When I get to a point where I am full, right? My brain is full. Um, That sensory overload can actually decide that you know, the mess, the clutter has pushed me over its, over the edge. It's more than my brain can handle, more information than my brain can take in. Because remember, we are taking in billions of bits of information every day. And then our prefrontal cortex, which is responsible for, for sending that, inform- for, sorry, for deciding what to do with that information, for decision making, and for that executive function, it can become overwhelmed and it be- can become less efficient. Because it is just simply too much to take in. It can also increase your stress. So I talked about how that messiness, that overwhelm can send you into your fight or flight response, particularly if you are already in that fight or flight response. So a messy environment can trigger our stress response. And this obviously leads to increased levels of the hormone cortisol. And as I know you've heard me talk about on so many episodes, cortisol can have a range of negative effects on the body. Okay, and this includes uh, reduced immune function, increased inflammation, and impaired cognitive function. And so mess, mess can have a physical toll on your body. And so another thing, another thing that mess can impact in terms of your mental and emotional well-being as well is reduced productivity. So there are studies that have shown that working in a cluttered environment can reduce productivity or cognitive performance. So for example, one study found that people who worked in a messy environment made more errors and had more difficulty focusing than others who worked in a clean and organized space. And now this, you know, I mentioned before, some some people will thrive, their creativity can actually come from, from having a level of mess around them. So it's important to find your balance and your individual needs. But I know for me, coming again from a space of a stimulated brain, one that is already really taking on a lot, really on that sort of, you know, cliff's edge of am I coping or have I just added one too many things to my seesaw that's going to tip me in the opposite direction? 
as somebody who is juggling that mental load, I need a clean space. I need to not have all of those sensory distractions or I cannot focus. And I used, to, like, I used to have such a messy desk. I'm almost embarrassed to say it. At work, I had such a messy desk and I could function. And that was pre-children. <laughs> that, was, that was just, it was a different mental load for me. It really was a different mental load. And then so another aspect to, to what mess can do, and I sort of started to touch on this at the beginning and then I got distracted when I was saying, you know, everybody's experiences are going to be different and there's going to be different factors. But emotional associations are also something that can really impact mess. So for example, for some people, mess can really trigger negative emotions, maybe anger, anxiety, guilt, or shame. And these emotions will further increase your stress levels, which therefore one of the things with stress is that our emotional brain is is in the driver's seat, logical brain in the back seat. So it makes it harder for us to focus, makes it harder for us to relax. And so these emotional associations could come from um, childhood. It could come from, you know, the environment that you grew up in, the way that, you know, your caregivers kept house, whether you got in trouble from mess, the way that you've associated, the way that you have gone and made meaning out of, of mess in your upbringing. And so perhaps, you know, if you were shamed about a messy room continually as a child, then mess around you could cause feelings of shame. And then those feelings, particularly if you're unaware of them, oh God, now I'm getting on a tangent, but particularly if you're unaware of those feelings, if you're unaware of those triggers and you're unaware of, of why this is happening, those feelings of, say, shame, for example, are going to be subconsciously triggered when you're in these messy states and particularly, again, if you're already in a place of overwhelm. And so that subconscious trigger is going to keep you in this cycle and you may be there going, I don't know why I feel so ashamed of my messy house. I don't know why I'm now shaming my children. Um, so, you know, just, just taking the time to bring into your awareness what emotional associations you could be bringing in to mess. So, look, I hope that listening to this episode just really validates how you're feeling. If you are in a place where you are like, I can't handle the mess, it's overwhelm, it's overload, and it sends me off the rails. You know, as you've heard today, there are real things, real changes, real physical changes that are going on in your body. Massive physical changes happen when we leave our parasympathetic nervous system and go into our survival mode. Massive changes. Massive changes happen in the brain. Massive changes happen in the brain and body or how I like to talk about the mind-body being our subconscious mind and the cells in our body when we have our emotional reactions. Now, it might be episode eight. You may like to actually, this is a blast from the past. Last year, I had my beautiful friend, Courtney Rowell on here, um, and she is an organization expert. 
and I think it's episode eight of Alive and Thriving. So you might need to scroll back and have a listen. But Courtney actually talks about decluttering for your mental health and it is really great to listen to. And I hope that this episode has really helped you to understand, you know, why you could be reacting and responding the way that you are. And so from here on in, I would really invite you to make a plan. Make a plan. How are you going to move forward? How can you lower the load? How can you intervene your stress response so that you are not living so much on this edge that the mess is taking over and pushing you over that edge? What is your next step? And if you are unsure what that next step is and how to get to that next step and how to lighten your load, please reach out. These are the things we can work on -on one-on-one together. Uh, So let's have a chat. So until next week, have the most beautiful week and I will see you soon on Alive and Thriving. You have been listening to Alive and Thriving by Inspired Life Collective. Did you know that you can help us to impact even more women on their well-being journey simply by subscribing to this podcast and leaving a review? If stress or anxiety, life or business has got you feeling inside like you are just busting to come back to life, then I invite you to book a discovery call with me so we can chat about how Inspired Life Collective private and online services might be able to support you through your journey. I am so, so grateful to you for being here and having me in your ears. So until the next episode, just remember that you were born to thrive.